McMonagle here with you on the fan. Oh, it's over. 877-337-6666. That's the number to call in. I got you for three hours. You know how it works. It's the only time this week. You got a lot of me this week. Get ready. Plenty of your phone calls. 877-337-6666. Me and Fliegelman, we got you to the warm-up show at 5 o'clock as we put to bed the NFL season as we finally say goodbye and you know, it is bittersweet, right? In a, in a way, it's bittersweet. It's a long time before we watch another football game from our teams. It's, that's a long time to go without playing football. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I know it ended on a high note, I suppose. I'm not one of these people. You know me. All right? I've talked about it long enough. And we don't have to focus on the idea that the Giants lost a draft pick. And we don't have to focus on the idea of how miserable this season was entirely. But you know me. Both of these teams have been dead for a long time. So excuse me, I'm not one of these people. I wish I could come on here and be like, hey, you know what? The Jets in a snow game, Brees Hall is incredible. And if that's the last game of Bill Belichick's career in New England, oh, how bittersweet it is to have him walk off the field, a 17-3 loser to the New York Jets, ending the streak of 15 consecutive losses to the Patriots, and we send him out the door with a nice butt-kicking on a miserable Sunday, snowy day out at Gillette Stadium. And that's all true, right? And, and, for, the Gi- and for the Giants, same thing, right? Oh, who cares, McMonagall? Shut up. It's about the games. Look, aren't you having fun up 24 to nothing in the half? And you know what? I was. I was having fun. I have to admit. All right? Yeah. I, I, I'll I, be honest, totally honest with you. I'd rather be the fifth pick than the sixth pick. I would have rather have lost that game and still been the fifth pick over the sixth pick. I'm sure many of you disagree with me. But as much as that's going, I'm, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. The Giants are, oh, they're killing them. You know what? All my fun as a Giant fan, totally honest with you. All my fun ended in the third quarter. I, that's just, I'm immediately on to the next year. And this is what I talked about. The Giant, the Eagles fan, as disappointing as they are with the way their team is playing and how terrible they look and how they finish the season, plus the injuries they're dealing with, A.J. Brown and obviously Hurts with the finger, and they gave up in the second half. They didn't even show up to play the game. The Eagle fans right now are probably scared to death that this is going to be a miserable end to their season in just a week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you know what? Their fan base went on to the playoffs, and the Giant fans went on to Miami Buffalo. Let's be totally honest. I'm sorry. The second that game ended, as great as it was, and all the, all the talking points, Saquon Barkley was great in the game. Is it Saquon Barkley's last game? Is it, oh, what a great game for Shepard. Oh, uh, Xavier McKinney and Okurke uh, played every single snap. All the, oh, they finished the season strong. Oh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, you know, everything about the game, right? It, it was great. It was wonderful. We all liked kicking the Eagles' ass. It went out the door in a second. I'm sorry. I don't know about you. But both of these teams coming off miserable dead seasons again. 
and we can have fun the last game of the year, and that's fine. The Jets had another 10-loss season. The Jets have now not been in the postseason for 13 consecutive years. The New York Giants had another dead season at 2-8, and eight, finished at 6-11, and 11, never had a chance in this year. And if you think winning this game against Philadelphia as they go on to the playoffs, as they pulled their starting quarterback, as this thing is fading down, but they still are off to the playoffs where the Giants finish another dead season, and we're talking about all the different things the second the game is over, where they're on the draft, can they get a quarterback, this, that, and the other. If you think that makes me feel better, that somehow the worm is turning in the rivalry, of both either the Patriots or the Jets. Sure, the streak is over. Great. That's real nice. The Patriots are awful. They're going to get a top quarterback in this draft. The Eagles are consistently one of the best teams in the NFC. If you think suddenly the Giants with a nice butt kicking to, for the first half and it was nice and fun to go through, if you think that suddenly feels like next year they're not going to be a, a seven-point underdog the first time they play the Eagles, I'm sorry. I disagree. And it's nice. I don't want to be a buzzkill. But at the end of the day, it's still how I felt. Like, it was fun. We enjoyed it. They played well in this game. But the Eagles didn't show up. The Eagles didn't show up to this game. And ultimately, they have, they have next week, and the Giants are looking at what they're going to do in the draft. Now, thankfully, you know, for me, you know how I feel about the draft. The Giants need a quarterback, and every single draft slot has value. Every single draft slot puts them closer to that quarterback, whether it's a crapshoot or not. And can they find the quarterback at five or six or wherever they could have been? Yeah, and thankfully, it's only one slot. And the way it worked out, no matter if they would have won the game, lost the, they would have been five, and now they're six. And ultimately, for a one slot, I'm not going to cry about it. It could have been much worse when I was going on and on about the draft pick and losing the game and what it could mean. There was wild ramifications. They could have went up to three. They could have went down to eight. So the idea that it cost them one slot, not the end of the world. But ultimately, now we move on. And we put to bed this disgusting season, and that's what it was. And that's why I, get, I, I, I have a hard time dealing with fans who want to win these last games or, or do something that somehow can justify. We knew the coach was coming back. Dable's coming back. Joe Shane and Dable are part of this team. We knew for weeks now that the Jets are coming back. And as we the, 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 the coach is coming back, the GM's coming back, the offensive coordinator's coming back, and hopefully Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And that's why, as much as it's silly for Robert Sala to play this, you know, oh, we're 1-0 in 24, a lot of wins in 2024, we're closer than you think, you know what? I agree with him. This season was awful. You know why? Because the Jets' quarterback position was terrible. The worst in the NFL. And they didn't go and they didn't uh, attack with uh, Brees Hall enough. Now, I know early on he's coming back from injury, but you're seeing what kind of absolute stud he is and how he's the best player on the field. Almost every game he steps onto the field. They need a much more reliant offense on him, but they're getting their guy back. They're getting their most inspirational player voted by the team back in Aaron Rodgers. And hopefully it's not just about Pat McAfee interviews, and it's more about actually playing on the field. And if you watch this defense, despite a handful of games throughout this year, don't get me wrong, they're not the 85 Bears. Nobody's suggesting they are. And at the end of this miserable season, there are plenty of people to point to. Some of them are on the defense. There's tons of reasons why the Jets are where they are, namely the quarterback position, without question. The coach, I think he's not very good. I don't think he's been given an opportunity to do very well. 
But still, under normal circumstances, does he deserve to be fired? Sure. But we're waiting to see what he can do with an actual quarterback because he's never had one his entire tenure here. And I do think they are closer than people think, amazingly enough. So there's my positive spin on it. I'm not that big on the idea that they disgrace Bill Belichick. You can't disgrace Bill Belichick. Let's be totally honest. It's a miserable year. They probably are moving on from him. If you believe Jay, Jay Glazer and the talk around the NFL the last handful of weeks, he might be somewhere else next year. He's one of, if not the greatest head coaches of all time, and he's owned the division and the Jets for a decade plus. And if you think some disgraceful game in the snow to end his career is somehow someday you guys are going to relish for the rest of your lives, I disagree with you. I'm more focused on next year, which is what I was in the third quarter of the Giant game, the minute the Jet game ended. It's about next year. It's been about next year for weeks. So let's enjoy this. Let's say goodbye to this miserable football season and hope to God that we're done with them, that as a Jet fan, you're done having the longest streak in professional sports. As a Giant fan, you're done having seasons over by Halloween and Thanksgiving. Hopefully, as a Giant fan, you're done watching Daniel Jones. You're done watching Zach Wilson. And maybe, just maybe, with this quarterback draft and where the Giants are and the idea that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, we can look at this day as, if you want to start it, as the beginning of a new tenure in football in this town, fine by me. But for me, it's the end. I am looking at the end of a miserable, another miserable chapter. I don't feel much better about it despite the fact they beat two rivals. I could care less. None of it means anything. I'm looking for next year. And specifically, we know where the Jets are picking 10th overall. For me, they have a myriad <clears throat> they have a myriad of problems on the offensive line. They could use a ton more help in the wide receiver room. Whatever's available, the Jets are wide open to what they could do with that 10th pick. A lot of quarterbacks are going to go in front of them. There's going to be an opportunity, probably a 10 to get a tackle. There should be an opportunity in a, in a wide receiver draft that's also pretty uh, loaded to get a, a weapon that can help whether it's the maybe the, the pass-catching tight end out of Georgia, whether it's an offensive tackle, whether it's a wide receiver, something to help this offense and to help Aaron Rodgers next year transform the Jets and take them out of the doldrums. For the Giants, it's simple. For me, I don't care. The Giants need to take a quarterback. And this win, despite the fact it was lovely, despite the fact we were having a party at the beginning of this game, despite the fact the first half was... I, I, I did not see walking all over the Eagles as part of the game plan. I just didn't see it. So, yeah, was I happy on some level watching it? Absolutely. Do I like to beat the Eagles? Of course, I'm a Giants fan. But ultimately, again, this game was over in the third quarter. They took out their starters. Did you even, like, how long did the fun honestly last? And the second was over. The second it was over, I was look I'm, I'm looking on to the Sunday night football game. And I'm focused on the idea of where the Giants are going to pick and how the hell they're going to get a quarterback. And that's what they need to do. The Giants need to figure out a way. Now, the one team that jumped them, and everyone's tweeting at me, oh, look, <clears throat> they only lost the slot, and it's to the Chargers who aren't drafting a quarterback. No, the Chargers are not drafting a quarterback. But are the Chargers even going to be drafting fifth? Can someone else jump up in front of the Giants like we saw the Eagles do a couple of years ago to get Devonta Smith. Is there a chance that someone jumps in and decides to jump up fifth 
and take a quarterback, it limits, it makes things more difficult. So I'm not going to harp on it because it's one slot. But if you're honest, if, if you're asking me, we've had a discussion all week, I'm disappointed that they're sixth and not fifth. Because that one slot makes things easier to move up. That one slot eliminates the idea of someone jumping in front of me with another team now could be willing to move on and trade because they already have a quarterback. I wanted the best opportunity for Joe Shane and Brian Dable, who we know are coming back, who deserve to come back, in my opinion, who have shown the ability. I, I love the idea that Dable has not lost this room. That's, I, I appreciate the fact that this, this season didn't spiral out of control the way it has done for other head coaches in a New York Giant uniform over the last handful of years. We've seen seasons completely spiral. He was able to stem the tide. He was able to get decent quarterback play out of a guy named Tommy DeVito, who no one ever heard of and may never hear of again. And yet he was able to get a three-game stretch and beat the now playoff-bound Green Bay Packers on a Monday night primetime game that nobody saw coming. And we saw him get the best out of Daniel Jones in the, in the first year he was here. We've seen him turn Tommy DeVito into someone we're all going to remember. And I need to see him do what he did in Buffalo. I need to see these two guys, Joe Shane and Brian Dable, do what they did in Buffalo, do what they did that got them the job here. They traded up for Josh Allen, and they developed him. And we watched Josh Allen last night as flawed as he is. Right? And as turnover happy as he is, and as sometimes as careless with the football as he is, we see a dynamic, game changing player who scores touchdowns and wins games and has now won the division how many years in a row and came back from being six and six against the, going up against a Miami team that was running away with this division. And despite the fact that they changed coordinators and that the defense, the offense changed a little bit and they went a little bit more run happy and they went a little bit less attacking down the field. But Josh Allen, the team and the quarterback that Joe Shane helped trade up and draft for and who Brian Dable helped develop has now owned the AFC East. I want to own the NFC East. It's been 18 years, right? 18 years since a team has won back-to-back -back years of this division. I want the Giants to own this division. I don't want to beat the Eagles to go 6-11 and and have a meaningless game for the Eagles where even if they would have won the game, they still would be in the same position. They did not hurt the Eagles yesterday. It was a nice win. It's probably embarrassing for them on some level. They, de they dealt with injuries, which isn't necessarily the It's just the randomness of football. But that didn't hurt the Eagles. Ultimately, it didn't hurt the Eagles. They go out and beat the Bucs, who they absolutely are capable of on the road, and then they're in the second round of the playoffs, and no one remembers the lousy game against the Giants because the Giants are sitting home and the Eagles are moving on the way they have the last handful of years. I don't want to beat them to go 6-11. and 11. I want to beat them to win a division. I want to be the team in the division that consistently, I want to be the team. I want the Giants to be the team that the Eagles feel need to win at the end of the game, at the end of the year, just to justify a season or to, you know, feel differently about the, the identity of the matchup between the two teams. I'm tired of being the other team. I'm tired of being the New York Giants, hoping to get a victory at the end of the year to justify whatever it is I'm trying to justify. And the best way to do that, and the only way to do it for this team, is to go out there and get the quarterback. And now they're one slot worse, and they have to figure out how to do it. I don't know, and, and 
however it needs to be done. I don't care what they have to give up. I don't care what they have to do. The New York Giants have got to draft their guy come April. Have to. That's the only way out of this abyss. It's not a meaningless win to go 6-11. and 11. It's not beating Bill Belichick in the snow. It's time to win for both these franchises. So now the season's over. We've put to bed this ugliness that was the 2023 NFL season. And we start anew. And hopefully, hopefully, this last game was the tale of what's to come. Because I'm sick of it. Are you not sick of it? Let's get Aaron Rodgers in here. Let's not mess around. Let's go get a franchise quarterback like C.J. Stroud, who turned the Texans around into a playoff team and into a division winner in one single year. Let's go do that. Winning a game against a lousy you know, a Patriots team and winning a game where the Eagles didn't show up because it meant nothing to them to go 6-11 and 11 and 7-10 and 10 respectively, don't do it for me. So I hate to be a little bit of a buzzkill on this morning, but as much as I'd like to talk about, wow, thank God the streak is over, and oh man, wasn't that wonderful to watch the Giants run up the score? Yeah, it was. And it ended five minutes after the game ended, and it's all about next year, and it's all about the draft. And it's all about building these franchises back into teams that are actually respectable and not hoping to get some, you know, meaningless brownie points at the end of the year by beating their divisional rivals when they haven't been able to do it in years. Tired of this. I'm tired of it. 877-337-6666. McMonigle here with you until 5 o'clock. Taking your phone calls till then. Plenty to do. The Mets signed another pitcher. The Knicks never lose. And, of course, going around the league, we have our playoff matchups. We can go in, start to begin to look at this postseason. we got plenty of time to do that again. I'm with you for five hours every day the rest of the week. So we got plenty of time over the next week to break down this playoff structure, look at these games, and give out a couple of teams we think probably have a good chance to get it done this year. There's a couple of intriguing matchups, but really, AFC is kind of one team dominant. The NFC is a little bit all over the place. 